Hello, people. Welcome back to the show. Today, we have Terry Skinner from Nosh Restaurant Cafe. She is one culinary badass. She's still having a lot of fun. She's been doing this a while. She has her son with her now, who also seems to be having a lot of fun while he's doing it. So it's just, uh, it was a great conversation that we had. We hope you guys enjoy it. Right now, you can't go in for lunch and try it out, but they're doing a lot of pickup and a lot of curbside and delivery. So definitely check them out. Nosh Restaurant and Cafe located in Springfield. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Terry, thanks for joining us this morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. So it seems like I can, it's almost like you can tell by a menu what the food is made up of, like how much heart goes into it. it like your menu, it's not just like your typical like Caesar salad. And it's, like you have fun names. There's a lot of thought that went into it. And so it's almost like it's safe to assume that a lot of thought and heart goes into the food that you make just by looking at this menu, like you got sweet potato bowls, you, you call them savory, sweet, and um, wilted spinach for your, your salads. It's not just like a, a spinach salad, like you know most restaurants do. So how long have you been doing this and how have uh, you kept so much passion in, the, in making food? Well, I've practically been doing this my whole life. I mean, you know, from, cooking when I was small with my, you know, in my family to working, to working in restaurants and stuff like that. And, um, I don't know, I think sometimes, you know, you just have a passion for something and, you know, I, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm tired, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm tired, but you know, I wake up the next morning or I wake up in the middle of the night thinking, Oh man, I bet you that would be a great combination. Or I know I have this in the refrigerator. How can I put it together with this to be creative? And what do I want to eat? And um, so it's, you know, it's, I think it's just a, a combination of a lot of things that propel me to be able to come in every day and, and look at food in an exciting way. Do you have like a goal that when you, when you're creating menu items, is there a goal behind each different one, whether it be around nutrition or taste or both? Like, how do you, how do you kind of come up with that? So our menu is really comprised of what we call, fondly call, dirty items. <laughs> and then we have, you know, our more healthier options. So, you know, our dirty, our dirty options are, you know, probably have a lot of cheese and butter and, you know, all of those good things. Um, but then there's plenty of items on our menu that also lead you towards a more healthier option so that you can get that combination of, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to like treat myself with the, you know, the dirty Mac today, or, um, you know, I'm going to go for a nice salad or a grain bowl or something like that. So there's a lot of, um, definitely there's a lot of thought behind, um, our menu. And I didn't want to be that restaurant that focused on just one type of cuisine. Um, and so we're always like, looking at different options and um how to present food and you know fitting all palettes because not everybody likes to eat the same thing so we're just trying to be mindful of like what our menu the ingredients that we have in house all the time and how we can productively use them so that it feeds a broad um variety of people 
How long has Nosh been in Springfield at the location it's at today? So we opened, so we opened, I don't know if you know this story, but we opened in a closet in 2016, November, on Black Friday. Um, and yeah, so it was, I started, I was doing bread out on our walkway. We have like a little brick walkway out in front of our shop and I started selling bread um, that summer of 2016. And then as people started purchasing bread, and then we were doing cookies, and then they were telling me there's no place to eat down here, so I was making salads and sandwiches and bringing those, and it was like a pop-up restaurant every week. And then I have some shopkeepers next door to me, Nancy Feth and Mickey Lazard, and they showed me a space, and it was a closet. And the thing that, I, that caught my attention about this closet was that it had a big wall, kind of like what you're looking at behind me, and I, I just saw a menu on it. And I was like, she's like, can you do anything with this? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I can. And in two weeks, we built a pop-up restaurant that was supposed to um, sustain through a holiday market. And it ended up, we just, it caught on and we stayed. And so for about two years, we operated in a closet. And, you know, it was kind of like a speakeasy. It's sort of, people would be like looking for us and it was hard to find. And they called us the Narnia of Springfield. Um, <laughs> and then before you know, it was like, like the line would be down the hallway to, to get into the, um, to get up to the closet door. And so then we were, you know, given an opportunity to take over some, um, a bigger space. So we started remodeling that and then we opened, um, in August, the same the same year that the casino opened, one week before the casino. <laughs> oh wow! And then so, it's just it's it's grown since like just crazy. I discovered you guys about two months ago, and I I go to uh, Monsoon Roastery like every day for early afternoon coffee, and then he has your nosh bowls there. Oh, there you go! Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Monsoon. Um, and so I was like, what is a nosh bowl? I, I've never, I never even heard, like, because I didn't know that Nosh was a restaurant in Springfield. And then I, I finally, I asked him after seeing it for like a couple of weeks. He's like, oh, it's this awesome, awesome restaurant. They do catering, everything um, down in Springfield. And so then a couple of weeks later, I went to your place and I was blown away by the atmosphere, the environment. You had, a, a, you had a, like a two-piece band playing. And I was like, how do I, how did I not know about this place? It's right up my alley. It looks like the, the menu was really well done. There was healthy options. You, I, I forgot what you had like a, you had some sort of chili that I really liked. Um, I forgot what, like a vegan chili. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was a vegetarian chili. Yeah. yeah cashew chili. Cashew chili. That was it. Yeah. I, I had that and I had the wilted, uh, wilted spinach, which was, I was blown away by how good it was. And just looking around, I was like, this a lot of heart and soul goes into this place. So it's like you're an artist also. Did you decorate that whole restaurant and set that all up yourself? Well, yes and no. Um, yeah, we, we remodeled this whole place. So, and um, I had a front of the house person that used to work with us, uh, Ryan Bebo, and he was super instrumental in helping me um, remodel. And then my son and my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, but we would, you know, we would work all day at the restaurant and then at night we would come and we would remodel the joint and we had to tear down walls and 
we had to redo the floor, which nearly took my life, but it was, it's all good. It's good now. Um, and so the, the artwork behind me, a former employee used to, um, she did all of that artwork. She's super, super talented. And, um, she still works here. She works at um, the nail salon behind us, but, um, great cook, Gabriella Spear. Yeah, she did a great job. And then I have some paintings on the wall that were done by an artist that I met at the farmer's market. So she personified Nosh through all of these paintings that we have on our wall now. Um, anything else that's done in here is just pretty much like our eclectic flair that we have. And um, I had a lot of local, um, like a local carpenter built these, um, the bars that we have at our shop, um, a lot of the, like the signage we have and stuff like that. So it was, you know, it was a collaboration between a lot of um, local people and things like that. And then you have the, you have, I saw Kim, uh, kombucha on tap and everything. So yeah, we have kombucha. Yeah. Where are you sourcing your food, most of your food from? So we get, you know, we do a lot of different, um, sourcing out i mean obviously we use monsoon coffee um the catalyst kombucha um that's local from up in greenfield we try to do like all of our like local beers as much as possible like nine pin cider i know that's out of new york but um you know we use bbc for some of our stuff white lion um we sell their product as far as food sourcing goes it, it really depends on the time of year um you know we do have purveyors that bring us stuff um we used to get some really awesome mushrooms from jack waisaki over at um gasoline alley um and some greens from him you know it, it's just all all over you know they're they're growing mushrooms and greens on gasoline alley yeah you didn't know that no i, I work on gasoline alley i had no idea oh right. yeah jack uh, jack's got a full operation in the basement the uh underneath the hair salon um yes wow i did not know yeah. that. He, he's an interesting guy i'd like to talk to him he's got, he, yes he, he is a very interesting gentleman <laughs> <laughs> he's done an awesome job with that property over there it's uh yes so cool. matt have you ever gone to nosh i have not but i've gotten nosh bowls from monsoon similar to you and i've uh, thoroughly enjoyed them and i think you actually she catered your christmas party if i don't uh, if i remember correctly that's right. and that food was on point it was so good so that's yeah. the other side of your business is the the catering and, and you told us before we started that you you started that first how long ago did you start catering um oh god i've been doing catering for probably like 20 years um, and then my own company, probably, um, a good, like 10 years. Um, I think the catering is actually what that background in catering made me able to operate a restaurant out of a closet. Because if there's one thing, like <laughs> when you go on catering jobs, you never know what you're going to run into. So, you know, even look example for your Christmas party. We did it out of, you know, up at Gasoline Alley, the man fort. So there really wasn't any cooking space there. We had to be creative in how we kept your product hot, how we got it there safely. So there's lots of thought and process about 
keeping um, food safe and how to get it to a, a place and how to present it to a lot of people and it's still having a lot of flavor and not being that typical just like bland stuff that you know you know you want it to be creative and exciting for people so that background definitely has served its purpose in opening this place and even functioning now through all of this whole COVID-19 has helped us like just move forward and not like give up and you know we're just all of a sudden we had to shift what we do so that's you know it's the catering has really been a solid background for all of my endeavors it's got to be so, nice to have those different arms for some stability and peace of mind right so you don't have all your eggs in one basket definitely yeah uh, so what i'm curious to what is next or what your your goals are because your restaurant i mean it's pretty much at capacity or it's close to capacity at least when i was there there was a line out the door um you know do you is that what you want right now or do you would you want to get it into a bigger space and accommodate more people um so what are you thinking for next steps so up until about, you know, the 17th of March, <laughs> you know, we were thinking of, um, you know, we've, we've, I have been actually asked to move into a lot of different properties. Um, I don't want to leave this space. I mean, if I opened something else, it would be like an addition to this because I, I love this space. I love what we've done with it. Um, in the summertime, we've always activated. It's like super cool outside. Um, but I have thought of like ways that we could increase our space or like, you know, maybe open up a second location. Um, but now that being said, I'm not really sure. Like it's, we're, we're chill just trying to like finagle our way and stay afloat now with all of this going on. Um, so I, I'm really uncertain about that. Actually, have you have you found people um, still, you know, using you guys for takeout, and are you you, you kind of had a following, right? So, I mean, I would imagine people are still supporting that. So yes, they they are. They're. It's been great. I mean, we've had. I mean, the first the first week, like just as far as like numbers go, catering dropped one hundred percent. Like right. catering just left, yeah. and that was I would say catering almost it probably was like a 60 40 split with the business so that just dropped like there just was nothing and then restaurant sales dropped 73 percent and then the following week they even dropped dropped further i mean i laid off everybody um and then i pushed through the next week just by myself i'm like oh, i'll just you know i'll be like when i was back in the closet just to keep the keep things going but then I had to like fill out all of this paperwork and stuff and it was just getting crazy and um so I got some support from the city which helps me to bring back a couple of employees and then we just we started launching these like different like family meals and um we sell we sell toilet paper now you know so we get a, a ticket that says you know they want two green monsters and a four pack of toilet paper. It's just, it's the weirdest times. <laughs> it is the weirdest time. <laughs> so then we, we added in a delivery service and last week it just, it went crazy skyrocketing and we are like delivering all over the place. Um, we del delivered 
like 50 loaves of bread to Palmer on, on Wednesday, on Thursday. So that's been really helpful. And, um, so what we're service area for, will you deliver to? What's your delivery? So we really, we haven't, um, we haven't limited too many. We're trying to, we're trying to make it so that it's like on all of my employees ways home. So like I'll go, we'll hit Springfield, Wilbraham, Hamden, Longmeadow, Munson. Then we do Palmer, Ware, South Hadley, Belchertown. We're going to add Holyoke and Chicopee in there this week. Nice. Um, Ludlow. We're just, you know, we're trying to make it, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I'm not opposed to delivering in other locations, but we just have to make sure that it's, you know, that we can afford money to do at it. it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I mean we're offering it as a service right now during um, COVID, so I, I don't. I'm hoping that it does end eventually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, it will. It will. We'll see. So um, let's talk about some of your favorite picks on your your own menu here. My own menu, my favorite picks. It's interesting that, um, of course, now I probably I rarely eat like a specific sandwich or <laughs> salad or anything like that on our, on our menu, because there's just so, you know, I've had it so many times. We do have a thing called undercover boss. So that's when a sandwich is made, you know, either there's too many or it probably had onions on and it wasn't supposed to. And then, you know, it started when I used to do it myself, like I would make a sandwich incorrectly or whatever. And then I would eat it later. And I just made the joke, like I'm the undercover boss eating my own sandwich. <laughs> Nobody found the humor in it as much as I did, but anyway. <laughs> so when I get an undercover boss, you know, that's how my product, you know, control and seeing everything's make, made the same way I did. Um, but I would say probably like the pig in the pickle is just one of those sandwiches that's bomb. Um, the hot freaking goat, uh, trying to think of things that were like kind of off the beaten path, the mango tango. Oops. The, uh, the mango tango. What is that one? The mango tango. That's, that's a, that's a really good, I got some mangoes and they were super, just really, really nice. And I kind of wanted to highlight them. And I was thinking of, it was in the summer and I was thinking of like the, you know, a caprese sandwich. So we paired it with pesto and fresh mozzarella and fig jam. It's delicious, it's so good, it's so fresh. And um, yeah, it's just one of those, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, I'm just so impressed by how much fun it seems like you're, you're having, you know. Oh yeah, we have, we have a good time here. And then your yeah. social media, I started following your social media. It seems like you got an awesome crew there. Um, and you know, you're having fun and you take pride in what you guys are doing. You know, I saw the post yeah. on recycling, educating people on how to recycle properly and all these things. So <laughs> yes, that's, my, that's my son doing that um, piece. So. Oh, yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah. It's my, yeah. He's, he's become fondly known as Larry, but um, his name is Zachary. <laughs> It seemed like he was almost pushed to the edge uh, uh, and somebody <laughs> just kept putting, you know, the food in the wrong bin or, or the, you know, the yes. recyclables in the wrong bin. And then he's yeah, like, he doesn't you know like what? That. through this, I'm ready to post something. I like that about Larry. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's all about. Um, I mean, we've always done that, like composted, and especially back of the house. You know, we we separate the the compost. It's into we have chickens at home and um, rabbits, so you know we have like our carrot peels go to the rabbits, blow, you know, like that kind of thing. And then we have a compost pile for everything else, and um, you know we recycle any like cans, things like that. Um, and then we tried to implement it for our customers as well. And it's been going very well, but yes, Larry will get mad if you throw a fork in, in his uh, food bucket. <laughs> That's good, you raised them good well. Good for Larry, I like that about him. <laughs> what's, actually speaking of raising them well, so what's your training process like for when you bring on new, new staff? Do they start one specific way? Is it kind of very person to person or? It, it really depends on um, their skill level and what specifically they've been hired for. Um, we still operate with a fairly small staff. Um, you know, Zach, for instance, you know, he's been catering with me since he was probably 12. So basically when he joined on, he was kind of front of the house. So he's, he's great with customer service and he used to do that piece when he would cater with me. He would be a server and he would be out front talking to a lot of customers, which he still does. But now he's kind of shifted to almost the back of the house manager and he's doing lots and lots of food prep and um, creating his own dishes, um, soups that get the tagline left hand Larry because that's what his tagline is but um <laughs> you got to have a tagline I mean come on so, every great then, artist does yes <laughs> well there's a good story actually behind his name anyway but so we ha we typically have a chili contest every year and um so everybody names their chili a different name and his was left hand Larry and his first year entering, he kicked everyone's ass, including mine. I mean, it was just ridiculous, like how everyone would try him and they'd be like, oh, this one's good, this one's good. Oh man, left hand Larry, that's, what is this? And I was like, what is going on? And incredibly proud and also a little bit like, what the heck? <laughs> so then left hand Larry stuck. People think his name is Larry here. Um, it's pretty funny, yeah. Is his chili on the menu? No, because he can only make it when there are certain leftover nuggets, which I will have to say on my own behalf, he did use a lot of my leftover nuggets to build his chili. But <laughs> he did find that combination that that one was a winner. When so, is so. when is this chili contest? This sounds like something I would definitely be interested in attending. So we typically have it um, during, you know, the winter months when, you know, like, you know, there's not a lot of um, foot traffic and things like that. Um, it kind of got put on the sidelines this year, but maybe we'll bring it back for the summer or something. I don't know. But yeah, we would let our, we would let our customers vote. So they would come in and test all the chilies and then they would vote on their favorite. So how do you describe to people when they call you and be like, I'm lost, I can't find your place. How do you describe <laughs> getting there? Because it's not, it isn't that easy to find and you can't see at a signage or anything from Main Street. Right. Yeah, it's, so <laughs> we get this call like constantly. Every, I would say if we don't get one call a day at least, we get like half a dozen. Where are you? 
So it's confusing because we're listed as 1341 Main Street, but we're actually 1341 Rear. So a lot of people that were familiar with Springfield remember the old Johnson's bookstore. So that's a great marker. But if you weren't familiar, then that just blows that out of the water. But <laughs> we try to say that we're adjacent to the Mass Mutual Center and we're on the brick walkway that connects over to like Berkshire Bank. Um, sometimes we're on the phone, like literally walking people through okay <laughs> you're at Bruce Linden way take a left okay now you're at the brick walkway take another left okay yeah. and then they'll actually be in front of the store on the phone and I'll be like okay look to your left and I'll be waving to them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> this great. Is so funny. but that is awesome yeah well hey uh thank you so much for coming on telling your story Terry you got a really special place over there um we can wrap it, up, wrap it up here unless Matt you got any other no, I mean, I just, like I said, the food is great, a lot of good options. So congratulations on, on your business. It's awesome. Yeah. No, Janet, thank you. I think people will instantly see how much, you know, your heart and soul you put into that place. Just, I was again, blown away by what was happening in there and how many people there were and you had music going. I was like, how did I not know about this place until a couple of months ago? So the scary thing for you is I think that there's still a lot of people out there that don't know right. about it, that are looking for a, health, a, a good, healthy, cool option in the Springfield area and they haven't found you yet. So you might need a bigger place really soon uh, once we get back to normal <laughs> <laughs> or another place. Um, so, all right. Well, thanks, Terry, for coming on. And uh, hopefully we can stop in and be a customer here soon. All right. That sounds great. Thanks for having me. And that concludes the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. We would appreciate that. If you guys know of anybody doing something special in the Pioneer Valley, reach out, matt at evictioncrossfit.com. We want to talk to them. We want to have them on the show. Have a good day, guys.